All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Fight, liberty, and the If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mac. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mac. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman with a new Liberty Roundtable live television show on Brideon TV. And uh, just by way of intro, my name is Sam Bushman. I've been a nationally syndicated radio host for more than 25 years. I've been on AM and FM radio stations and networks all over the country. I got my start back in radio years and years and years ago. Uh, I actually worked for Chuck Harder when Chuck Harder was doing his People's Radio Network. Uh, and I've been in the business ever since. I'm a radio engineer, if you will, an audio engineer. Uh, I make a living in IT, and I've been a talk show host for a long, long time. I don't believe in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. In fact, I think the Founding Fathers warned us against parties, so I reject all partisanship. I furthermore reject the left-right narrative. I think it's a big lie. I stand with God, family, and country, and I protect life, liberty, and property. And this is not right or left. This is not Republican or Democrat. This is not any of the false narrative divide lines they use. I stand with morality. We discuss issues based on principle, and we've done it for decades. We tell the tale of liberty. We're truth tellers. And if it's right and correct and moral and honorable, we stand with it. And if it's not, we stand against it. It's that simple. When it comes to the Constitution, we believe it's the supreme law of our land. When people obey it, good on them. When they don't obey it, we call them criminals. They've gone rogue and they've got to stop. Okay, we're very cut and dry. We're not totally black and white because there's a lot of things in life that are very nuanced. However, we are absolutely delivering clarity on your radio. We call a spade a spade. When it's right, we call it right all the time. We don't have friends that we protect or friends or enemies that we barbecue. We simply call it as we see it based on the rule of law, based on God, family, and country. And all of our decisions and discussions of what we support and what we reject are all based on fundamental God-ordained principles. That's who we are. That's what we do. Uh, I've done a radio show uh, and a TV show 
on Bridie on for quite some time, but the TV show I do is syndicated uh, along with my Liberty Roundtable live radio show. They're simulcast and it's called the Sheriff Mac Show. But I'm the co-host of that show every Tuesday morning on Bridie on. I'm also on Bridie on radio, two hours a day, Liberty Roundtable Live, the talk show, along with several other radio networks. Anyway, I just wanted to take a little bit of time to introduce myself, who I am, what I stand for, why, etc. We're delighted to be here on Bridie on every other Thursday for now, uh, leading into Mike Adams' show. And what a great slot. We appreciate them thinking enough of us to give us uh, this special time with you. Now... My guest, Lance Miliacho, with me. He believe he actually does a show called The Big Mig, uh, and it's an incredible TV radio podcast powered by the truth. TheBigMig.com is his website. Lance Miliacho, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live TV. Hey, Sam, thank you so very much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, you know, of course, Liberty Roundtable Live, I already call that a uh, home. And uh, this is your maiden voyage here on the Brighteon Network. So first of all, thank you so very much for having me uh, be part of that. Uh, I'm excited to be here, man. And it's the maiden voyage for the Liberty Roundtable TV extended programming, True. But we've been here for quite some time on the Sheriff Mack Show and quite some time on uh, Brighteon Radio already. So we've been around for a long time, but some of us, or some we may be new to, and that's why I wanted to kind of spend the time on that. Let's dig right into some hot, topics today and boy do we have them the first one is this you know the j6 prosecutions as you know are an absolute sham they've lied they've literally violated their oaths of office they've uh, betrayed they've withheld evidence they've i mean they've done everything they can to try to paint those who were involved in j6 as absolute criminals uh, and guilty of insurrection uh, and we'll get to Donald Trump later, but Donald's not guilty of an insurrection. They don't even have charges against him for an insurrection, much less a conviction. I believe it's Barack Obama who has committed an insurrection. Why do I say that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton conspired in a conspiracy to spy on and derail the 2016 Trump presidency. Right? So you really 100%. need to ask yourself on this, hey, is Barack Obama guilty? Well, the answer is no, he's not guilty. You wanna know why? Not because it may not be factual, but because we even believe in due process for Barack Obama. The problem that we have is we're not having transparent due process of law. Okay, so my question to everyone is, why aren't we looking into Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton? We already know they committed the criminal acts. So was Barack Obama guilty of insurrection? Details on the January 16th subversion of Donald Trump for president. This is critical, folks. And I spend the time on this really because I want people to understand. I don't think you can claim that Barack is guilty of insurrection either. We can have an opinion. I can say I think he's guilty of sin, but see, we believe in America innocent until proven guilty. So let's go through the due process. They've already done some of that with Barack and Hillary, and they've proved that they've funded and backed this dossier. They also spied on President Trump when he was a candidate and when he was the president of the United States. That literally is an insurrection, folks, in my humble opinion. 
to which I'm entitled. So, but why are we going after Donald claiming he's guilty of an insurrection when he hasn't even been charged? Well, has Brock been charged with the crimes that he's committed? Has Hillary been charged with the crimes that she's committed? If not, the answer is a, a, a clear, why the heck not, Lance? Listen, 100%, we already know that it's rules for thee, not for me. We're seeing it over and over and over again, Sam. You know, there's supposed to be equal protection under the law. There's supposed to be equal application of the law you know, the rule of law. But we don't see that from the left. We don't see that from the DC cabal, uh, you know, and, and, and I believe it's a uniparty. They should, it should be enforced evenly and equally across. People like Barack Obama should see his day in court, as should many others. But this is a continuing narrative that I'm not even sure at this point that there's any rule of law. I mean, they make up the evidence, even when there isn't any evidence, they, they take mainstream media narratives and they manipulate the media to try to convince people of some dialogue or some created fantasy uh, of some sort of a crime or some kind of a thing, very much like the insurrection. We know that Donald Trump did the exact opposite that day. He wanted them to take the extra National Guard units. He told them it was gonna be a big turnout. He warned him in advance, and even during the event, he told people to go home peacefully. I mean, it's crazy. They you just create this right. stuff, and they just continue. This story asking about Barack Obama is written by Jack Cashill, uh, and he deserves credit for the story. But while we're literally saying that Trump's guilty of an insurrection, ladies and gentlemen, they are withholding a sculpt story evidence when it comes to many of these cases. Jacob mm -hmm. Chansley, the Q shaman, uh, Stuart Rhodes, and many others have already been convicted. But without this video, um, I don't see how the convictions can stick because if they withheld this, which they did, uh, then what gives? So uh, the new video, it was hidden from the public, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Q shaman stands beside the door of the U.S. Capitol and tells everyone Donald Trump's asking them to go home. TheGatewayPundit.com, Jim Hoft, has this piece. Now, listen to me carefully. You cannot convict Donald Trump or anybody else saying you guys have done wrong or evil because Donald Trump peacefully asked everyone to go to the Capitol. Then when he found out it got out of control, he issued a tweet and said, go home. And the Trump supporters literally doubled down with that message. Here's Jacob in the video to prove the point. Video. There's a video. 
Yeah, he has a video. He just tweeted it. I'll put it on here. Okay, as long as it's Trump. Have a listen to Trump. At least make one more point. No, dude. No, dude. You're not going to make a point. You're just going to make yourself feel good. Back it up, guys. Just back it up. We're not Antifa. We are not Antifa. We are not Antifa. Back it up. Back it up. We are not Antifa. We are not Antifa. All right, Lance, what do you say to that? I mean, I don't know how to get more clear. You've literally got this guy who was escorted through the Capitol by the cops, welcomed in. This guy literally goes out and says, we got a, a, a tweet from Trump, at, go home. Others in the crowd are saying, hey, obey the law. You know, we follow the president. We're the party of law and order. Okay, how do you not play that to the jury, but yet convict people? Well, and then let's your narrative face it. is Trump never told people to go home. Trump was derelict and he caused this violence and everything is to the contrary. All the evidence spits in the face of that, Lance. I mean, Sam, look, it's obvious that Jacob Chansley was doing the right thing. Of course, they don't want the juries or the court to see that information. Not that I know that even if you showed that information, you could get a fair trial of the United States at this point when you're a conservative. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's compelling evidence that should be presented to a jury. It should be presented to the public. That tweet that he's talking about during this, uh, this uh, interaction he had with the crowd, uh, that tweet was actually removed by Twitter right after they removed Trump. It was only minutes minutes of time that that tweet was up about him telling everybody to go home peacefully. At the end of the day, they hid that. They probably told Twitter at that point, that was the Jack Dorsey crowd 1.0 to take that tweet down. And I'm even wondering, you hear some people in the crowd yelling at Jacob, we're not going on, blah, blah, blah. And he tells them, well, if you want to say that's up to you. At the end of the day, I wonder how many of those were federal agents, Sam. How many of them were federal agents, Sam? What do you think? In this well, and, and here's the problem. After the fact now, Congress has asked that. And they don't even know. The government yeah. admits, the FBI, they don't even know how many federal agents they had. They had to take a poll to even get kind of a number. That thing was crawling with agents, and the court proves it. Lance? Yeah. I mean, what's incredible to me, Sam, is that when Congress asks FBI agents and others, they act like they have no idea of how many were there. We've heard some stuff from some of the congressional members on the conservative side that there was 236 FBI agents that had been peppered through the crowd, along with other agents from DEA, Department of Homeland Security. But at the end of the day, when Congress asks a question, why does the FBI, why does the DOJ, why does the DHS think they're above the law, that they don't have to respond to Congress and answer those questions, Sam? I don't really have any answers. I just know that the government's gone rogue is all I can say. That's all I can say, Hunter. I'm sending you another video right now from The Blaze uh, where it really shows the truth. The government is lying, and they're getting caught by the new video being released lying. 
This one is newly surfaced video shows Ray Epps and the criminal activity that he's involved in. He whispers to right-wing influencer, we're here to storm the Capitol. Okay. Now, Stuart Rhodes never went in to the Capitol at all, and he's got 18 years. Now they're talking about giving Ray Epps, oh, heavens, after our pushback, they're thinking about six months, Lance. Yeah, Ray Epps, uh, six months when he's on camera inciting violence. Uh, Ray Epps on camera when he's obviously one of the ones at the very front pushing down the barricades. It's clear that he had to be conspiring with federal agents because why else would he get a sweetheart deal like that, Sam? Everybody else that did anything even close to what Ray Epps got serious sentences. We're talking eight, 10 years, 22 years. I mean, these are some insane numbers that are being handed down. But Ray Epps, he's going to get six months. Explain that to me. Well, and that's what you're seeing all over the place. That's the problem. Okay, were you able to get that? I know I'm making uh, my producer scramble, Hunter. Were you able to get that? Is There's this Blaze video where they're highlighting the government lied and got caught. Here it is. Okay, it's coming up, folks. For more than two and a half years, Americans tied to January 6th have been vilified as insurrectionists, but charged and often imprisoned for mostly misdemeanor trespassing offenses. And there's one unanswered question that threatens the insurrection narrative more than any other. Did undercover agents or assets for the federal government agitate people to go into the Capitol and encourage or incite violence? In short, was January 6 a kind of setup, more of a fedsurrection than an insurrection? The FBI alone had so many informants, Stephen D'Antuono, a senior leader in the Washington field office at the time, admitted in sworn testimony that they lost track and ordered an audit to account for all of them. We still don't know exactly what those undercover assets were doing, whether their actions were legal or not. We don't even know exactly how many government agencies were involved. But we do know that protesters themselves quickly recognized there were provocateurs in their midst and called some of them out. One of them was a man named Ray Epps, who rightly or wrongly has become the face of the alleged Fedsurrection. Epps has repeatedly denied working for any government agency and has gone so far as to sue some of his accusers. So we decided to take a closer look and what we found may surprise you. It was a moment that will live in infamy at an informal Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. on the eve of January 6th, when people in the crowd turned on a 58-year-old man with a lot to say. That man was Ray Epps. So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for it, okay? Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! No! Fed, 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 fed,
Before a single protester ever set foot inside the capital, some of them suspected they were being set up. Take me back to that moment. Take me back to the moment when you looked at Ray Epps mm -hmm. and the thought came into your head and you said, Fed. Fed! 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 When I first saw Ray Epps, he came up to me. This is January 5th. We're outside BLM Plaza. We're protesting. USA! 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 The police are protecting Antifa. And the last few years, that's been a common theme here, is that the left, you know, BLM can burn down cities for six months. Antifa can attack people. The cops do nothing. And then, you know, you do a little joke on your live stream and, and you're this domestic terrorist all of a sudden. All right, we can go ahead and stop the video. What more can you say? This guy literally only gets six months. He was put on and taken off the FBI list. They're not really cracking down on terrorism or anybody who would commit an insurrection. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are allowed to literally use the president's power to commit insurrection. You've got Ray Epps literally committing an insurrection, whispering, whispering in people's ears, blatantly promoting the attempt to go into the Capitol. See, Ray should have been uh, overheard if there was feds in the crowd like there we know there were look Ray should have been overheard and stopped before he ever even was allowed to do all those things but not only was he allowed to do them he was encouraged he got caught on video and now that's being ignored while Stuart Rhodes goes to prison now Stuart Rhodes was working with the Secret Service did you know that yes yeah I did know that story well, the Secret which a Service lot of people lied. don't know that. The Secret Service lied and says he wasn't working with, with them. But now the court case proves that he was. So now they're trying to tie me to January 6th. Do you want to know why, Lance? Because I had on Stuart Rhodes on the 5th the day before and said, hey, what's going to go down? How's it going to go? Glad you're on the ground there. Let's support the efforts to make sure this remains peaceful because... Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers have been all around the country for more than a decade helping maintain and keep the peace. And local police departments and sheriff's departments have been grateful for it over the years. And now somehow that runs all off the rails. Okay. They are playing a game here. But with newly released evidence, we're gaining the upper hand. They lied and they've been caught literally at every turn, Lance. 100%. I mean, it's obvious at this point to the American public that we, there were many provocateurs like Ray Epps. We've seen it on the videos. We know that there were feds in the crowd. They were using smoke, which is a military technique to communicate. They were popping red smoke, green smoke. That's been outed. There's been some guys that have used sophisticated facial recognition programs that have identified numerous federal agents from numerous federal agencies. Uh, listen, the less lethal munitions agitated the crowd, Sam. That was their plan. Get them riled up. We have to cause this appearance of an insurrection. And at the end of the day, it's the same story to the American public. Let's hide the videos. Let's hide the truth. Let's lie. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle we are, Sam. We're just going to lie and lie and lie about this and keep misrepresenting the facts over and over again, Sam. Now they're getting caught more and more. Tucker's been releasing a lot of it. Many say that's the reason he got fired from Fox or whatever. Um, you know, it's hard for me uh, to believe in all that in terms of that's the only thing that got him fired. Uh, but I look at this and I go, 
are we ever going to have any accountability or justice for any of this? Are we going to truly revisit these cases and have real due process, real discovery? Okay, the government withholding exculpatory evidence on all this, all this information coming out after they've prosecuted and convicted and thrown in jail many of these people. Now, some of the people that are fighting against the attacks, some attorneys, now they're throwing them in mental institutions so they can't talk, Lance. Yeah, I mean, they don't want the truth to come out. That's why they hid this evidence for so very long. They didn't want the videos to come out. They kept fighting it. And the worst part is it was the Democrats and the Republicans fighting the release, acting like it's national security. It's the same reason they don't want to re release all the evidence from 9-11 or all the evidence related to the uh, JFK assassination. It's over and over again. And what's terrible to me, Sam, is that people like uh, Jacob Chansley and Stuart Rhodes and many others how do they form a defense when they can't even get all the actual evidence? The Brady material is being hidden, exculpatory material. And over and over again, we're finding that these guys are just getting railroaded through our legal system, getting jammed down to these crazy sentences that shouldn't even apply. And it's all, for, it's all to create fear. I believe that the deep state in Washington, D.C. used J6 as a, as a way to intimidate the American public so that they will not go out and peacefully protest their 1A rights. They're afraid. They're putting, they're putting uh, grandmothers in jail. They're putting teachers in jail. And it's all supposedly because they participated, but yet they won't give them any of the evidence to defend themselves. I think it's crazy. I think our justice system needs to be uh, re redone, as does the FBI and many other agencies in D.C. We can't trust these people anymore, Sam. I got that right. Now, Hunter, I just sent you another video. I apologize for this. This one basically says Glenn Beck on it, uh, and it's a YouTube video, and it talks about the truth on January the 6th. Again, I'm going to give you guys the evidence of this information, okay? You got Ray up saying we're here to storm the Capitol. Well, the government lied about people's whereabouts in an effort to get their convictions. The prosecution lied. Here's the proof. Did Pelosi's security chief perjure himself in the Oath Keepers trial? Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes has been sentenced to 18 years in prison. The Oath Keepers are extremists who promote a wide range of conspiracy theories and sought to act as a private paramilitary force for Donald Trump. The one thing that the government was absolutely intent upon doing was not allowing anything that painted the Oath Keepers in a positive light. These are videos that were never released to the defense attorneys. U.S. Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus saying that the violence that the rioters brought to the Capitol never ended for many of us. The trauma had reached into our homes, our personal lives, and our loved ones. The story in the testimony from Special Agent, now this is Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus, when he heard the gunshot at 243, 2.44, that he was down in the tunnels escorting senators to the other Senate uh, office right. buildings. And that's quite a, quite a long distance away from the House chamber. The Capitol Police officer assigned to the protective detail of then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on January 6th appears to have given false testimony about his whereabouts. We tracked him 
all the way through the tunnels. They uh, essentially created a script for him and put him in a place with a tale to tell that never happened. He was then shown in court a video clip of four Oath Keepers standing in front of Dunn. Lazarus was asked, are these the individuals you observed? Yes, yes. At any point in these three or four interactions in this space, did you observe any sort of anything but antagonistic conversation? No, that's correct. He said this under oath. In great detail, he describes what he saw. It just did not happen. It couldn't have happened because he was a half a mile away in another part of the building. Yeah. If we were living in That's normal times. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. The people well, that had been convicted, they would be released because this is perjury. We have a high-ranking Capitol Police special agent with that designation who was the head of Nancy Pelosi's security detail who was brought in specifically to corroborate the testimony of another Capitol Police officer with shaky um, testimony himself. We are waiting on this, the release of this video, the permission to show it right here on The Blaze. All right, that's good. When we release so I'm a you, day in the life you look of Harry Dunn on January 6th. You look at this and you go, wait a minute, we're waiting for permission to release the next video that'll prove even more? Folks, we're beyond having the evidence, Lance. You know, accountability, accountability, accountability. Where are the consequences for perjury? Where are the consequences? The J6 committee destroyed much of the investigation material that they went through. Where's the accountability for the police officers that are lying, the agencies that infiltrated the crowd? That I believe everything was planned and organized and fomented by Nancy Pelosi, by Adam Schiff and others within D.C. weeks before. They created this plan because this was the idea. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's own daughter was there to shoot video. What was the plan behind that? What was she shooting behind the scenes with Nancy that she thought was so important to have her own daughter there shooting, especially if she thought it was going to be dangerous? Why would her daughter be there at all? Obviously, Nancy knew more than she's told anybody. I'd love to see her text messages and cell phone data, but of course, she's probably never going to give us that, just like much of the other evidence they're hiding, Sam. This is crazy. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. This gov government is corrupted and rotten to the core, Sam. Amen. I don't know what to think about it. All I can tell you is more and more evidence. All this comes out after Stuart Rhodes, our dear friend, is convicted. The guy that was yeah. working with the Secret Service, the guy that did not go into the Capitol, the guy that told his tactical team, leave your weapons on the other side of the river um, because we don't have uh, authorization or the rule of law doesn't let us have our weapons in here. Donald, we're here to serve you if you need us. Donald never called on them. They never took action. There is now video as well where the Oath Keepers created a stacked military formation in an effort to rescue police officers and save them from the unruly crowd. 
they were working with the Secret Service. They didn't bring their guns into the Capitol. They didn't enter the Capitol. At least Stewart didn't. But yet he's got 18 years and Ray Epps has six months. And now we find out not only did they withhold these videos, but they lied. And now we have video proving they lied and made up a script. They claim Donald said never told people to go home, that he failed in leadership. But yet now we know that he did tell people to go home. And the supporters of Trump were trying to blast that message around the Capitol to the best of their ability. We know that the government took down communications because I was supposed to interview somebody at the Capitol during the event live on my radio show. I couldn't get through because they took down all communications. Victoria is her name. She's in the Epoch Times video. She's a friend of mine. She came on the next day and told the whole story about what happened to her. She got forced into the Capitol, beat up by cops and everybody else, and eventually released. Now they're coming after her too, and she virtually did nothing. We have firsthand accounts. We have friends that were there. I had Stuart Rhodes on the day before this all went down, and now they're trying to say that I'm guilty of insurrection because I had Stuart on. Literally, Rolling Stone calling me saying, you're part of this because you had Stuart Rhodes on the day before this all went down. And my response is, no, I had Stuart on. Uh, I worked with Stuart just like the Secret Service did in an effort to keep the peace around the country. That's all true. Anyway, this is absolutely insane. We'll take a quick break, come right back and talk more about it. This is the debut Liberty Roundtable Live TV show on Brighteon.tv. To decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety-nine percent of the web will be off limits. Gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. 
It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound. Brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare. Psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide. The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Lance Miliacho. This is Liberty Roundtable Live TV. And I'm telling you right now, the headline that I'm going with is this. Clinton likes them young. That's right. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, the judge, Judge Loretta uh, Preska. Preska, I think is how you say it. Anyway, uh, she uh, said we're going to release the names of all the uh, Jeffrey Epstein scandal people. There's like 170 people that got released. Bill Clinton's among them. Donald Trump is among them. They're having a heyday with this right now. But witnesses are saying that Bill likes them young, meaning the girls. That came out in that whole situation. Federal prosecutors um, literally have done nothing with this case as far as I can tell. Now they say Epstein documents confirm Donald Trump never went to the Epstein home or pedophile Island or uh, had contact with any of these little girls, say the witnesses. Lance? Yeah. I mean, the mainstream media, as usual, is putting their own spin on the whole story, Sam. Uh, you know, uh, there were a couple of flight logs where uh, Trump looks like he took a flight back from Florida one time, back to New Jersey to Teterboro Airport, and one other time, same direction. I think he just hitched a ride in a private jet. At the end of the day, that's not what they're trying to tell the public. They're trying to act like, because they mentioned Bill Clinton, or they mentioned Alan Dershowitz, or they mentioned somebody else, they'll throw Trump's name in the middle of it. And the truth of the matter, over and over again, and we've got some media to support this, witnesses said, did you ever give Donald Trump a massage? No. Did you ever see Donald Trump? No. Did you ever witness Donald Trump being here or there or anywhere else? And of course, 
a resounding no, 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 no. But of course, the media today, because he was mentioned in this questioning, in this one, and here's some great highlighted images, Sam. Uh, and then, then there's also a document uh, that's actually not part of it. That's actually part of the FTC. But that is uh, basically, it's once again, they said, did you ever see Donald Trump at Jeffrey Epstein's? Not that I can remember. On his island? No, not that I can remember. In, uh, in, in New Mexico? No, not that I can remember. In New York? No, not that I can remember. Now, of course, the media, because Donald Trump was mentioned, they want to tie it all together because they have to gloss over. Here's another one. Uh, I don't, uh, uh, I don't know that. Uh, George Lucas, no. Donald Trump, no. Did you ever massage Donald Trump? No. So here we are. It's the same routine, right, Sam? They, they, they literally want to trick the public by putting Donald Trump's name in the middle of the guilty list. Here's the worst part. Judge Preska forced this to be released, right? And, and who knows what it took to influence her to do that. But where's the information the FBI came out of? They took information, hard drives, documents, zip drives, laptops out of the Epstein Brownstone in New York, out of the Palm Beach property, out of the New Mexico property, and out of uh, Lolita Island, out of the Epstein Island. Where's all that information? Why does it take a judge to release this when the FBI should have, Sam? Well, and the next question that I have is this. You know, you got the Me Too movement attacking people everywhere, continuing to dog Donald Trump. Uh, and Roy Moore and many others saying they're involved in sexual scandals. Uh, while that's nothing but um, baloney, Roy Moore won his case proving those girls lied. Uh, now nobody talks about that. Bill Clinton, though, literally was accused of raping women. I guess the women are supposed to be believed, except for when it comes to Bill. Uh, Hillary called them bimbo eruptions at the time. Uh, and now my question is, if Bill's name is mentioned over 50 times, and if witnesses are saying Bill liked the girls young uh, and everything else, um, then my question is, why aren't they going after and opening up a, a case against Bill Clinton right now? It's a good point. What about all the 170 people. names tied to this? Why haven't we followed up on every one of them? Nobody's guilty in this whole thing. Nobody except Ghislaine. Well, now, I'm not defending Ghislaine is Maxwell. I think she's a bad person. But even Ghislaine is going, why is the only one to take a fall for this? A woman, me, meaning... Now, believe it or not, I, my heart goes out to her a little bit. I mean, she's a criminal. But why is just one woman taking the hit for all this? All the other names are released, but we don't have any evidence of what did or didn't happen. And we haven't followed all those trails. But when, when women say Clinton liked them young and they're witnesses, and then women are saying Clinton literally raped me. He literally, and they gave details, he bit on my lip and held me down and raped me and no one it's not to be believed no one takes it seriously or whatever else so you got Stuart Rhodes in prison on false evidence because he's a bad guy and now they're trying to tie Sam to that at the same time Bill runs around free Barack runs around free uh Biden runs around free all of them they're all guilty of sin and scandal after scandal after scandal and we can't get to the bottom of it now here's Ghislaine Maxwell there's a video in the NY Post, talking about Ghislaine, Miswell, or Ghislaine Maxwell, she's mad saying, I can't believe that I'm the only one taking a fall for this. Here it is. Senior correspondent Eric Sean has that story tonight from New York. 
Jeffrey Epstein may have been a notorious sex offender, but he was also accepted into the highest levels of the nation's financial and political okay. circles. Is that, is that available, Hunter? We get a new peek inside his world. The identities of more than 170 people expected to be revealed after a New York federal judge ruled there was no legal justification to still keep the names of Epstein's friends a secret. ABC News reports former President Bill Clinton is mentioned 50 times, previously as John Doe number 36. Here you see him shaking hands with Epstein, along with Epstein's sometimes girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, in 1993. There is no indication the sealed records contain evidence of illegal conduct by Clinton. The court filings will be released as part of a settled civil lawsuit from one of Epstein's accusers, Virginia Gouffray. Gouffray says she was sex trafficked by Epstein and Maxwell starting when she was 16 years old. She claims she was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew and sued him. He denied it, and the case was settled out of court. Reports also show old flight logs named Clinton, as well as former President Donald Trump, and a host of other top business and political names as passengers who flew in Epstein's private jets. There is no indication they did anything wrong. You may also recall that Epstein yeah, was nobody found dead in his jail cell. And down you go ahead and stop it now. So nobody guilty of anything. Maxwell or um, Ghislaine guilty. She's the one that takes yeah. the fall. Epstein's supposedly dead. I'm, I'm not sure that they didn't let him go somewhere for safety. Uh, but you look at this kind of a thing and you go, Ghislaine's the only one to take the fall. Nobody's guilty of anything. But Jeffrey was guilty of a ton, but he's dead. And Ghislaine was guilty of a ton, but nobody else was guilty. Who did they traffic all these women to then? You think those 170 I mean, names have anything to do with it, Lance? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously, she, she, she's been convicted for human trafficking, and yet there's no client list. We haven't seen any of the evidence that the FBI collected in all those facilities. I had a couple of insiders tell me that they came out of there with boxes of hard drives, boxes of zip drives, because let's face it, Epstein's organization was a, you know, it was an extortion. It was an insider uh, trading uh, organization. He didn't make any honest money. He influenced government officials, political officials, uh, you know, corporate executives, uh, the who's who of, uh, you know, PMs and otherwise. They were part of his client base. And of course, he would force them after he had the material on them and they would extort him. Now, we don't hear anything about Bill Gates, but he was there many times. And maybe he's one of the Jane, Jane Doe's or John Doe's that's being held back. But it's disgusting. This is more of why our uh, judicial system and our alphabet agencies are so disrespected by the American public, because we want accountability across the board. We want an equal application of these laws to everyone, Sam. Roger that. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll keep an eye on this ball, but in 2024, we hope to reverse some of these bogus decisions where uh, exculpatory evidence was withheld and everything else. This is dishonest. All the good guys are in prison and all the bad guys are running free right now. It's insane in the country, and our justice system is absolutely being obliterated by criminals violating the law in government power and positions. It is a disgrace. Speaking of that, they're partnering with... Um, uh, people who are carrying the false narrative about elections and everything else under the sun, and they're disobeying the law. Lance has the final story this hour on this very topic. Listen, Sam, they have created an incredible network of social media influencers, and, and the, the audience doesn't have to believe me. They can go right online and type this in, social media influencers at uh, the White House. 
at the end of the day, you know, I made a bunch of inquiries to the FTC and the FCC. I spent quite a bit of time with them on the phone. I've confirmed a lot of facts about what is needs to be done because these are social media influencers that are being sponsored financially by organizations tied to the Democratic Party and at the White House. And they're even to the point that they have their own situation room at the White House and they have their own back channels that they communicate with these people for specific narratives. And that's without material transparency. And that is the requirement of the FTC and the FCC based on the information I uh, you know, collected. So the relevance of these rules in, the, in, in our era of digital era, it, it applies equally. As a broadcaster, Sam, with lots of experience, you know what they do on radio and what's required. It doesn't matter whether it's television, radio, or internet. These laws apply equally. And what's incredible is that these paid shills- Well, these laws are supposed to apply equally. 100, 100. And what's incredible is these, these shills are being paid. They're being supplied narratives by organizations that are being created by the Democrats, and they immediately go into overdrive. You can see right now, if you go onto X or any of the other platforms, you'll find them on Facebook or otherwise. There's a group, and I've got some of their identities here because they actually foolishly, uh, there's a, a group of TikTok influencers, and there's another one, and we'll have Hunter put that up in a minute. We have actual pictures that they took together there kind of boasting about their roles. Now, this is a crime. Campaign laws are very strict, and there's numerous ones, Sam's. I know you know about them. Uh, I know about them. You have to indicate in multiple ways, not only verbally within your posts. Yeah, so here's one photo right here, Sam, we just put up. And look at all these influencers. Brooklyn Dad's on there. Occupy De 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 Democrats is on there. You start looking at here. JoJo from Jersey is another paid influencer. The Krasenstein brothers. You take a list of what's going on here. This group right here is very active on X, and they're constantly attacking the right. But those they're being paid to attack the right, and yet they're not hashtagging or commenting that this is a sponsored or paid for campaign influencing post there's another group post there so therefore it therefore it's election fraud pure and simple 100. when you promote this agenda and manipulate this agenda and then don't follow the law to give proper attribution of a source or funding or in other words who's pushing this narrative and you don't make that tie you're literally guilty of criminal activity the problem is None of these groups are doing anything about it when it comes to the liberals. They're free to be like Antifa and just riot and rage and do whatever they want with zero rule of law accountability is the problem. Yeah, this is all considered sponsored content, and that's where that material transparency. So it doesn't matter even if it was just a picture with Joe Biden. Not that we would think that has any value, but any value exchange. So the way it works is any information they're providing based on some exchange when any kind of material information, uh, whether it's money or influence or maybe an opportunity, that consideration immediately triggers these laws and they're not following them. The guidelines, especially about Democratic Party campaigns, are clear and conspicuous. And even the platforms have campaign policies. X should be enforcing this because they're tricking people, right, Sam? They're telling a story they're that isn't true. They're deceiving people. That's right. Right. They're doing it over and over and over again, and it includes their video content and their live streams and the themes as you watch it, Sam, here's the disgusting part. You see the recurring themes. So they're obviously being organized behind the scenes. So there's no transparency in these endorsements. Well, so in Missouri, when the Missouri government, the attorney general in Missouri went against the federal government over this very issue, it came out in court that the government would complain about an issue 
uh, and then go to these organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center, IREHR, a bunch of these different groups, the ADL, and then they would riot and tell the platforms do something about it. And so they're taking down any content they want gone while they're absolutely funding and promoting this narrative. And really the government is by turning a blind eye to one side, but not the other, literally committing criminal activity with them. I mean, 100%. And you think about it, the Federal Election Campaign Act is very clear about what the rules are for campaign finance. And they're ignoring that. Section 318, the paid for disclaimers that are required under FECA are very clear. And there's specific penalties for this compliance. It's not only civil penalties, there are many criminal penalties and statutes that apply to this. Because that Communications Act of 1934, it really set the pace for what was supposed to happen moving forward, even though the internet wasn't visible then, or wasn't one of the one part of this, it doesn't change. These agencies, and let me make it clear, the FTC and FCC both came out with this in section 507, and you see this recurring theme of how they're controlling the information. Let's face it, Twitter 1.0, they were, they were from the back end of Twitter 1.0, they were communicating nonstop. I was one of the victims. They, they suspended me two minutes and 46 seconds after Donald Trump for one of the stories I had about election integrity. Sam, this has to be stopped. There has to be enforcement and accountability for this. Don't you agree? Without question. And the fact that the government literally shuts down one side like us and puts our guys in jail and lies and withholds exculpatory evidence and everything else and promotes the other side. Look, it's time for the American people to stand up and say no. You got to vote with your dollars. You got to vote with your heart. You got to vote with what media you support. Uh, and you've got to find out who is telling you the truth. Is it Sam Bushman and Lance Miliacho via Bridie on TV, on Liberty Roundtable Live TV, um, on the Big Mig Show? On Okay, are we telling you the truth or is the government telling you the truth? Okay, them giving Ray Epps literally possible six months while giving Stuart Rhodes 18 years. Hmm, who was working for the government? Where's the transparency? Where's the due process? Where's the discovery? And when people like Stuart Rhodes, a, a highly trained attorney himself, now he's, he's lost his attorney license because the government attacks everyone. But at the end of the day, these guys are trying to speak out and, and, and get due process and get discovery. You know what they're starting to do now? They threw Stuart Rhodes' attorney in prison. And then when she started talking too much because they interviewed her for hours, they said she was crazy and put her in a mental facility now. So if you I mean, have the ability to call account and do it in a meaningful way, they will just simply put you in a mental institution to stop you. We're to that level. Yeah, it's disgusting, Sam. It's nauseating, you know, and it makes uh, me angry along with many other Americans.